So playing with us today is Preston Hunt, an old friend of most of ours. Um, Hello, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Preston, what was your first slash enduring uh, experience with D&D? Well, my first experience was with you as the DM, Andy, invited us to play, (laughs) me and some buddies, for, I mean, years ago, Mm -hmm. and we actually played that campaign for almost two years, and every week, and changed my life. (laughs) And you now DM, is that correct? And now I DM a group of eighth graders at the school I teach at every Tuesday and Thursday. How do their parents feel about you sending their children? Well, we to don't hell? tell the parents. We say oh. we're doing like a math tutoring. <laughs> so, There's math involved. Let's right. hope that this is not right. problem solving skills. Yeah. Is what yeah. I say. yeah, don't tell any of the parents about that. this podcast. Yes. That's so cool, yes. man. It's a lot of fun. Are you so have you written the campaign or No, I've been going through the uh the Rise of the Rune Lords. Oh, campaign. perfect. Classic. That's great. I also DM'd that same okay. campaign. It's a really yeah, fun Yeah, and one. I've I've Gone. I've gone out a little bit and yeah. just done some other little, little just writing in your own stuff. There. So yeah, that's always what. It's a lot of. It's a lot of fun. I never yeah. did that. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, happy to be here. President will be voicing Galen the dwarf. Oh yeah, Galen was your character in that, that first. <laughs> yeah, uh, Galen oh, was my character's name in that first callback. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Well, awesome. We're happy to have you. With every answer. New bloody questions. The ratty boys and I had only touched the tip of the iceberg in the cold iron mines. The werewolf assassins, the strange symbol, the evasive elf woman, and of course that mystical sword I seemed fond of. We had no idea what exactly we were heading into, leaving Ben Iver for the Hetherlands, but we knew that no matter what, the rowdy boys could handle it together. So Telnius, you are walking down the hill, leading your group. Uh, Lumen is with you, Kal'un, Rory, and Ayas. Uh, Favorin ducked out, and she dipped into the ducked and dipped. Mm-hmm. I need to get more verbs. Um, Duck, she, dip, and dab. She fell Dog back into the shadows, Deuce. and you have not seen her since okay. the since the mines. Yeah. So you guys are heading back down off the mountain. And Telnius, you're leading. You've got your the head on. You've got the werewolf head uh, mask as a mask on top of your head. It's very hard to breathe mm. in, Worth and it. Worth it's it. hard to see. <laughs> I open the mouth a little bit more. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's gonna stick. It's, in there it so does bad. smell bad, yeah. but right, you know. <laughs> it smells like brains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little brains. <laughs> um, so you get uh, you get pretty close to you, you come to the point where you're about to come to the clearing of the Great Peaks Tavern, and you hear a, a more of a commotion outside of the tavern uh, this time. And when you guys come to the tavern, you see that all the dwarves are actually outside 
packing up their wagons and all that. The first two dwarves that you see are actually Midi and Deg closest Perfect. to the uh, closest to the trail. Are they uh, how close? Are they, like, are they facing me? Back? They're face. They've got their backs turned to you, Perfect. and it looks like they're coordinating everyone packing up their their bags and tents and everything. Okay, so I want to cast a blur on myself, which is a second level spell, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, then sneak up behind them as best I can. All right, um, awesome. Give me a stealth check. 18. <laughs> or s- 16, sorry, 16. I mean, I great. Can... They have no oh, idea. Perfect. You're, they have All no right. idea you're coming up behind great, them. Great, great. So I uh, sneak up behind, uh, which one? Okay, so it doesn't matter. Midi called you a, a naughty name. Okay, great. So <laughs> Midi is the one that I kind of uh, single out. And I just uh, put my hand on his shoulder and say, are you ready to die? And they both turn around. And at first, they are frozen and surprised. Right. But then they look at each other and go, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I thought for sure they were going to attack me. (laughs) This priest here, he's a great one. (laughs) Thalnius, how was your adventuring? I like take the head off and I was like, well, obviously we did what you couldn't. Yeah, Favorin stopped down here and she already kind of recounted the tales for us. It sounds like you all did a great (laughs) job. How did she get down here before we did? Oh, I don't know. She just said she needed to scout ahead and get her things uh, sorted out before you all got here. Well, where is she now? Oh, uh, she went inside to talk to your uh, your master, the Duke uh, Air Bearer, Air Erwin. Air Bearer was right. Yeah. I clearly like I am physically going like my shoulders drop and just like very upset about so them already knowing. <laughs> I reach uh, I reach as high as I can to put my hand on your shoulder, and I say, I think we can get them again. Uh, we can get some other dwarves. I bet. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the. Uh, uh, Midi and Dag are very. They, they thank you guys for um, for clearing out the mines, and they actually they hand you each um, sacks of gold, two hundred gold to each of you. And oh, yeah. um, Midi does ask for his uh, silver sword back from you, Rory. Wait, this was not uh, something you gave me just for this. We killed those werewolves. The least you could do is let me keep this silver sword. All right, we'll knock 20 gold off of your... I'm not paying you for it. <laughs> this was... We took your caves back. Well, what if, what if there's more werewolves? You guys are about to, to bounce. What if they come back? How about you give me 20 more gold, and I'll give you your <laughs> silver sword back. Roll a uh, persuasion. Seems like a fair deal to me. Uh, 12. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, I'll contend it. He says, uh, all right, you did, you did really save our asses here, so uh, arses. <laughs> <laughs> I misspoke. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he gives you 20 extra gold. So that means I got 220 gold? 220 gold, but you no longer have a silver sword. Okay. As for our agreement, I would like to uh, cash nope. in on that sword. Uh, looks like you found one. There's, no. you've, you're wielding it right now. Well, do you have a sheath on you at least? Oh, I, yeah. Uh, Dag and Dag goes back into his uh, his bags and he uh, he pulls out a sheath for uh, a long sword. This will work. Thank you. You're welcome. So yeah, your uh, your Duke Master he was he was wanting to talk to y'all. He said to send you guys in if you if you happen to come down. We're all about to head back up to the mines, but it was very nice meeting y'all. Y'all seem like very nice fellas, and uh, thanks again. <laughs> no, have you a seem- good night. 
You seem dramatically different than when we met you last time. <laughs> I was a little drunk, and there was werewolves in my mind. Seems like certain classes of people you tended to uh, be extra explicit about last time. But we'll just move on. That's well, we gotta go. Didn't listen to the last two episodes. <laughs> so they uh, lead the dwarves back up the hill, back to the mines, leaving the uh, the area outside the tavern uh, calm and dwarfless. <laughs> Perfect. Well, um, right. not completely dwarfless. Half, half dwarf, dwarf. Half yeah. dwarfless. It's, There's it's half a dwarf here still. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, dwarfless. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Um, I want to go back inside the tavern and make sure that it's prepared for uh, Duke Erwin. Cool. So um, <clears throat> Lumen takes Jacquard, the werewolf um, captive that you guys have. She takes him over to the wagon and she starts to get the horses ready to head back down into town. The rest of you, you four, walk back into the tavern. When you go back in, the barkeep and uh, his family are busy cleaning up the mess, spilled ale and uh, chairs knocked over. They're just kind of reorienting their tavern and uh, they, they don't look as stressed anymore. And in the corner, you see sipping on a glass of wine with a hawk on his shoulder, Duke Erwin. Does everybody around here have birds? <laughs> I've, you, I've been noticing that lately. You recognize it as Lumen's bird. Mm. Oh. She had sent it out to... Then it's a falcon. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh it's not an eagle, autumn. I can tell you that. Point of inspiration. <laughs> there's an autumn yes. on his shoulder. I go over there and I feed her bread. Oh, that's really poetic. <laughs> There's Autumn on his shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Do I uh, get inspiration for remembering the name? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Autumn flies over to uh, Ias's shoulder. Yes. And uh, is pecking and wanting bread. And I'm giving her bread. Oh. Oh, welcome, gentlemen. Glad to see that you're back safe and sound. Just a few scars and whatnot. Uh huh. See ya. I go oh. sit down. <laughs> you, you sit down away from him? I just sit down. Oh, okay. With him? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> you Never say mind. see ya, and then you sit down right in front of him? <laughs> yeah, I was just going to go to a table nearby, uh, but whatever. You're telling him to leave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rowdy boards are here. You can yeah. leave now. You may go. <clears throat> so uh, I have to say, um, what happened out here was obviously not part of our plans and uh actually something happened during the uh, festivities of welcoming the lord and lady that have affected uh our stay here in ben iva so lord and lady have decided not to come up here due to the commotion so we'll just be heading back into town as soon as possible as soon as we're all packed up and we'll actually be leaving out this night for um uh, for morgill so we <laughs> overthrew a cave full of werewolves so we could stay in this inn and you're telling me right now we're going to leave? There were so many werewolves. No, yeah, it was like it was, was full two. of werewolves. <laughs> it, was, it was full of werewolves. 200 and, uh, werewolves. Yeah. Roll exactly. a deception check. <laughs> all of them? It was only 200. <laughs> yeah, should we all help him? 16. Ooh. <laughs> Not deceptive. I my, So my it was only two. So, hundred. So, Faverin told me that it was two werewolves. Well, well she lied to well, us. Really they too, were, they weren't a, even werewolves. There's no need to lie about it, gentlemen. We know well your abilities and that you're uh, obviously capable of great things, as you have proved yourself. The Lord is very impressed uh, from the message. Right. Have but, you seen his eagle? 
I mean, obviously he's capable. I, like, I yeah. throw open my like long flowing jacket and show, <laughs> and, like make the eagle fly. fly yes, the wings. Rory, I've seen the eagles. <laughs> we li- literally, <laughs> when we met, <laughs> you you take every chance to show me your eagle tattoo. And I look at you like I'm expecting you to understand where I'm coming from because I you've am seen it as so many disgusted times. as the first time I saw them. It just goes over my the head. The wings. Uh, so look, we're not, we're not questioning our own abilities. We're questioning the Lord's judgment. Well, okay, hear me out. So the, the situation that happened back in town was um, a friend, or not so much a friend, of uh, Master Penvro, uh, Master Talon of the Ben Iver Bards College, was a part of these festivities and decided to uh, throw hot wine into Master Penvro's face, thus scorching his eyes, and uh, proclaiming that he... Uh, still had allegiance to the last king, King Athelstan, uh, said that Lady Brittany shall always be remembered and uh, was taken to the hold within the ship. So a bit of a deboggle there. And so with that, the Lord does not feel comfortable staying in Baniva. So I apologize that we sent you on this mission and we had plans. Like I said, my entire itinerary has been debunked by recent uh tomfooleries. So, is Master Pimbro okay? He is not, actually, and um, I will be heading back to Dunabo with Master Penvro uh, to see to it that he uh, gets to a, a surgeon as quickly as possible who can hopefully restore his eyesight. Um, oh. I will be heading further from there. Favorin uh, showed me the symbol on her sword and was asking quite a bit about the... Uh, the symbol that was found not only on that, but a letter that you all had. Does that mean that I'm now the master bard on the ship? We'll get to that. I'll take over his room. That's fine. And so I, uh, I do happen to know a bit about that symbol. It is of the Crafters Guild of the Elfrahim out near the Pearl Islands. Did you guys want to know about that? Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry, I was, uh, I was writing that down. Crafters Guild of what? Of Elfrahim, uh, near the Pearl Islands. Let me get this straight. They make hot wine? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of walk over to the bar and I inquire with the bartender and they come back. With hot, hot wine? wine. <laughs> You've never had mold wine before and it is like so delicious. And take, a, take an inspiration and, yeah. point. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, Micah. DM, DM uh, it. Um, yeah, only a bard can give out inspiration points. So, uh, Crafters Guild of Elfrahim, so what is the symbol then? Oh, uh, yes, of course. The circle represents the pearl, something they use in their crafts. Uh, that is obviously what the islands are named for. The triangle symbolizes a diamond, and the square is a bar of silver. These are the main crafts, uh, uh, and uh, materials that the guild uses. Um, wow, very expensive items. Yes, they're very high class in who they deal with, much with royalty and uh, those of the higher rankings of the military. So then it can be assumed that these weapons were made by the crafters uh, on the Pearl Islands. These weapons are probably very valuable. Are uh, Very valuable indeed, but it seems that they are... Uh, in some sort of espionage or some kind of wrongdoing. So the deal- crafters are? 
Yes, I mean, they hired werewolves to oh, come right, and right, right. clear out an entire mine to try and achieve some ancient artifact, the sword that you found, Ayas. Oh, this thing? <laughs> yeah, it kind of seems like a major oversight that they put their symbol on the letter that they gave to the werewolf assassins. Well, they didn't put their names. So Are we sure that's not just like a, a red herring? Well, I mean, uh, they didn't put their names. So, I mean, that's a group of people, which is easier to like ha- be anonymous in a group of people than it is to be a certain person. So perhaps maybe it's not the whole guild we're looking for, but rather a, an individual who has high authority. What I'm saying is maybe it's someone trying to frame the, the organization. I like the way you're thinking. Yeah, that I could be it. My sword doesn't have the insignia. Good thing us two have the highest intelligence, Rory. Yeah. Nope. I don't Street think <laughs> And so these are the things that I'm going to try and figure out. Um, obviously, the Lord and Lady, though, need you, the Rowdy Boys, now more than ever. Master Penvro is now out of commission. You will now report, Kaloon, to Lord Protector Alistair himself. He is now your uh, next in command. And you do actually have access now to the Royal Suite, which is where Master Penvro was staying. You'll have access to his notes, his records, for you are now the historian and uh, record keeper of this excursion. Wait, wow. uh, did anyone... Congratulations. Did thank anyone, you, thank uh, you. I feel like I've earned it. Did anyone throw hot wine in... in uh, Column's face by chance. No, Bishop Column was actually uh, ready there to help tend to the wounds right after. Wait, he wait. Was, so he's going back to Dunabird then? No, actually, it'll just be myself right, okay. and uh, and Master Penvro and Ayas. You as well will now report directly to Lord Protector Alistair as I will be uh, no longer with your group. Yeah, I'll take it. Well, great, gentlemen. Uh, oh, wait, do you get a cool suite too? Or? Good question. Answer him. <laughs> uh, you yes, you can have access to the bed that I use. Of course, I'll be packing up all my belongings, so you can also stay up in the royal suite if you would. Sweet. If that's what rowdy you would boys prefer. house party, rowdy boys. <laughs> we immediately oh, do the, the rowdy boy out. handshake. No yeah. one but Kalun and Is are allowed in the royal suite. Right. I apologize. No one else. <laughs> I wink at him three times. I can obviously. see you winking. <laughs> Please do not disobey not that, but this Ayas command. Can't. <laughs> Ro- Rory's just kind of fuming that he doesn't get a new room or a cool new weapon. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, so is Tony yeah. making the best of our situation. We're just kind of mumbling with yeah. each other and we're like, we'll get, we'll get in those rooms. Yeah, what does it mean to be a rowdy boy anyway? Wait, does that mean that I'm technically in command of Commander Leon? No, not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> Master Penvro had no power over Commander Leon's uh, doings. Commander Leon reported directly to the Lord Protector. I guess. All right, let's go then. Yes, sounds great. (laughs) Let's pack up. I believe our doings here in Ben Iver are settled. Wonderful. Everyone to the naked lady. (laughs) To the naked lady. To the naked lady. Um, Yeah, yeah, he's kind of excited. As we're walking, I do. I kind of uh, uh, question him more about the Crafters Guild uh, of Elfrahim. so where, where is Elfrahim in relation to our journey? Will we be passing near it or by it in any way? Uh, no, it is actually back toward Dunabur. Mm. So you guys will be heading in the opposite direction, but I will try and keep word by letter good, as good. much as I can cool. in what I find. Mm-hmm. Hopefully when you guys uh, find the uh, eastern coast of uh, Verahim or Estonia, sorry, I misspoke, um, once you guys find the eastern coast in return, hopefully we'll have this, uh, this settled. Or you guys could possibly help me out at that point. So, yeah. as long as you return, yeah, that's, yeah, oh, that's the. Oh, of course, nothing return. could go wrong. Yeah. Hey, just so tell you, me who to punch, and I'll punch him. You guys um, are all on the wagon again. Lumen's there. She's kind of like. 
keeping stronghold on Jacquard, the uh, the werewolf, and you guys make it back to Ben Iver. Uh, quickly, a second ship is packed. It's now it's it's probably nearing midnight at this point by the time you guys make it back into Ben Iver, and uh, so another ship is packed, a smaller one with uh, Duke Erwin, Master Penvro, a few of the guards um, from Ben Iver, and he takes with him Jacquard and. Um, and the letter that you guys found. I want to, uh, my character is going to go and just say goodbye, uh, to master Penrose. Yeah. Okay. And also see if he's got anything to like, give me to help me out. Like for, another set of bagpipes. Uh, no, like, like maybe some like recording equipment. Cause oh. I'm supposed to be recording the journey and everything. No. Um, master Penrose is actually, he was put into like an induced coma by Bishop column to help stabilize him. Oh, okay. I've been well, there. Then. It's, no. It's no fun. <laughs> Bishop Collins <laughs> put you in a coma. <laughs> so another. <laughs> the is Duke kind of looks. Is like, that <laughs> the Duke is like, should I address this? And he says, "Well, I must be going." And as you guys, um, as you guys turn around to leave, he uh, takes Ias's shoulder and and kind of pulls you and holds you back a little bit. He says, um, "I understand." Uh, I understand that now you will no longer have me here for guidance uh, for you, but I, I wanted to encourage you to trust yourself, follow your heart, and there's not much more I can say to you now, but um, there's a saying of the Varican people that I've heard of that I feel is important for you. At first, a river is a river, and the mountain is a mountain. Then the river is no longer a river, and the mountain is no longer a mountain. But then the river becomes a river again, and the mountain becomes a mountain. Godspeed to you. Boy, that's a lot to handle. Don't worry, I wrote it down. <laughs> you weren't, you weren't there. there. No, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. Sneak. Awesome. Oh, yeah, I made it. And he... he <laughs> These uh, are positive words coming from you. I have never heard you speak this way before. Well, I had hoped to uh, I had hoped to uh, grow closer to you, Ias, on this excursion, so it uh, uh, sorrows my heart that uh, that we must part now. I, but um, as I know of, of your, your journals and you uh, confusion with your family and all that, I just I hope the best for you, and I hope you find what you're looking for. Well, I appreciate the gesture. Maybe there's more time for us in the future. I hope so. I hope so, young Ayas. And he claps, clasps your forearm, and you guys just look each other in the eye, and he turns and heads off the ship. And and wait, he, before you go. Huh, yeah, yes. <laughs> say goodbye to Autumn. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Autumn. <laughs> cool. <laughs> he throws her a grape or something. And then uh, Autumn chokes on the grape, which mm-hmm. is never grape no. Grape skill. Tell me this, come here. <laughs> you give you give Autumn like little tiny bird seeds. Tell me this, and the grape pops out as as du- the Duke is like waving goodbye. <laughs> okay, so you guys jump back onto the naked lady, um, and which is uh, the ship that they're on. Uh, uh, cut that, Colin. Um, <laughs> and you guys begin heading toward oh. Morgill. So during, uh, during this time, it's a four-day journey. Um, Micah, mm-hmm. Telnius, he is now a, a little bit more adept at 
speaking the mm-hmm. Varican language. Cool. You have had more sessions mm-hmm. with Finn Aurora, and he uh, there's there's a solid um, there's a solid five phrases that you can now say in Varican, like your and classics, like I don't speak there. <laughs> right? Yeah, your basic ones. You can actually choose which ones. Cool. Uh, Where's the bathroom? Sake. <laughs> I'm hungry. And there's a there's a pretty good bank of words you know as well. Probably America. twenty twenty to thirty words that you've been okay, able cool. to memorize. Yeah, you have a lot of downtime on mm-hmm. the ship. Lots. Um, uh, Kowloon. You become more familiar with the materials that Master Penvro has left behind. You can see that he had recorded everything up to the festivities of Ben Iver. So he has now left that uh, parchment open to you to uh, fill in. Uh, Very different writing styles, I'm sure. Yes. I'm sure he was more uh, specific and detail-oriented. His was, yeah, it was, you know, masterful calligraphy, very detailed and... Mm -hmm. Very, um, I guess no other word to say it, but very pompous in how ah. it, it, you can tell he was leaving out the dirt and grime. And, and when he describes the the attack on the Lord Protector, he, he downplays it a lot. And he talks about how quickly they squashed the barbarian rebellion and talks, you know, he, nice. he, he makes it more dramatic than it was even for that day. All right. Well, unlike my just not true to character, I guess. I'm definitely taking this a little bit more seriously. I mean, I'm recording everything accurately. Mm-hmm. It's very sloppily written, and there's a <laughs> lot of flourishes in there. Like okay. maybe, maybe I've embellished a few things to make my character's part in each story sound a little bit more, <laughs> more than some of the rest. Nice. So as you continue forward, you make those changes to how you record things. Yeah. Great. So you guys, uh, as your ship... So, Can I add something? Oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah. The four days that we're on the boat, um, Rory has been very standoffish. He's been mostly just kind of keeping to himself, working out. Um, no really ra- rowdy boys activities has, has he been participating in over the last Aww. couple of days. Aww. We can't. Sounds like you guys need another adventure to bring you guys together. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What could possibly be in store for you? <laughs> I, I will also add that uh, Master Talon, who claimed uh, allegiance to the resistors is also in the bottom level of the ship in the brig uh, in the brig cool. he's being held captive and one of the guards actually they they take shifts um Can to you, have a guard down there one yeah, more time ahead. what was the name of the uh previous king he said that they still claim allegiance to and the female um that he referred to yeah so Athelstan. king athelstan was the previous king and his lover was lady Brittany. And Lady Brittany attempted to lead resistors to uh, yes. dethrone I see. King Aston. So it makes more sense that you right. as Telnius wouldn't no- have known much about it being in um, right in being away from Westwick mm-hmm. and in Penton. So and Master Talon is from where? Uh, you don't know. I, okay, okay. Right. I mean, I would want in the four days. My character would definitely want to know these things. Hearing that this, do you guy. want to go down and try mm-hmm. to talk to Master? Yeah, yeah. Can I go with you? Uh, I'm yeah. pretty good at intimidation. Yeah, so I'm I feel like I would want to. Yeah, okay, so sure. Kaloon and Talnius go down <clears throat> to speak with um, Master Talon. Master Talon. So you guys get down to the brig, the the bottom hull of the ship, and. You can see there's kitchen workers down mm. there, and you work your way past the barrels and crates of mm. the middle part of the ship all the way to the back of the ship, which is where that um, prison area is. And the guard stands up and stops you both and says, mm, what business do you both have here? 
well, we were sent to to uh, interview Master Talon to learn more vital information about his exploits. Uh, give me a persuasion check. I also kind of want to retcon. Every morning at breakfast, I play my bagpipes for Aww. yeah for my rowdy boys. Twenty two. Is that like how we wake up, like with a bugle? Like yeah. <laughs> Probably why Rory's been so upset. Yeah. Because he's woken also, up with bagpipes. Yeah. I'll add that I've I've been eating breakfast with Commander Leon. <gasps> what? Wow. Not with us. What? Commander oh, Leon no. is ecstatic. <laughs> oh no! That and seems like more important to my character. Yeah, than I feel like we should have this like conversation. Commander Leon is always shooting the rest of the rowdy boys like glances. Yeah, like you guys want to come on over. And when he does, Roy like rolls his eyes a little bit, but he just like kind of keeps eating. And, yeah. You know. Oh no! Commander Leon tries to add new uh, pieces to the handshake with you. Rory. And I just, I kind of, I'm just like gonna slap his hand away, and I'm like, this is all you get for now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay. That's the last line. This is all you get for now. Awesome. No. Cool handshake. Just eat your gruel. And <laughs> gruel and apples for breakfast. That's all. We had nothing but maggoty bread. Okay. Sorry. So you got a 22, 22 on your... Yeah. Oh, wow. Persuasion. Uh, well, yeah. The guard steps aside and says, be my guest. He's been nothing but a rowdy... Well, let's not go too far. <laughs> <laughs> he's just been... He, he's been screaming obscenities... Uh, since he sobered up. Great. And I, I walked by, past him. Okay. Him. So you guys round the corner and you see inside of a makeshift uh, jail cell. Uh, he's got one leg chained to the wall. He's got his arms and can walk a little bit closer to the, the bars, but he can't quite get up to the bars. Mm. He's got his bench and his squatty potty and, <laughs> um, you know, and you can see a tray of food that he's just finished for breakfast. And he is, uh, he's probably older, uh, around his fifties. He has white hair, shoulder length and a white beard. And you can tell he's, he, he was wearing nice clothes, but after a day or so, they're starting to get a little bit uh, mm -hmm. rougher and he's kind of smelling of body odor, mm -hmm. not being showered and all that kind of stuff. So he, he's sitting and he's kind of just holding his head and looks up to the two of you and says, <gasps> Ah, Kaloon, you've come to pay me a visit. I, as Master Bard, I felt it was my job to visit everyone on the ship. Ah. Do, you, do you two know each other, then? Oh, yes, he's come to visit uh, my college. <laughs> yeah, back in Beniva. Ah, and I recognition kind of like comes to my eyes. I'm just like, ah, yes, which is why I've, I've come. <laughs> yes. Uh, roll deception. <laughs> All right, that's going to be a big whopping nine. He he squints his eyes and he says, but he, he looks at Telnius mm. and he wants that to be true. So he <laughs> says, he says, of course, Master Talon is a hard presence to forget. <laughs> and he, he stands up with a bit of flourish and trips over his chain a little bit and, mm. and says, how can I entertain the two of you? So, you can answer honestly the questions that my friend here is going to ask. Are you intimidating him? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Probably not. That's going to be a 13. He just looks at you and says, I'll do my best. And he looks to tell me. So um, before you threw the, the hot wine on uh, Master Penville's <laughs> face, yes. which I... I, I actually think would be pretty funny to also, but... Well, that's what you get for sleeping with my goddamn wife. 
<laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> and stealing my career, might I add. So let's just say Master Penbro had it coming. I mm. start writing this down. <laughs> you're like, quickly, you're, <laughs> you like drop <laughs> your pen a little bit, like getting it out. Like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so continue. Just tell us, what were you saying of, of King Athelstan and Lady Brittany and, and such? I, I'd just love to hear the tale from your, from the... Horse's mouth. Well, I mean, it was nearly 20 years ago that all of this happened, but uh, if I remember correctly, Athelstan died suspiciously in his sleep one night, thus uh, bringing the council together the very next day to vote Lord Aston into kingship. Very suspicious. So uh, from the very start, I was uh, trying to do my own investigations, but the god who was handling his body and all that kind of stuff. It, I couldn't get close to the information. Well, my suspicions just grew and grew as time went on. And as King Aston, Lord Aston, I barely want to use that term for him. Uh, as, as he grew, as he took on the power so playfully, uh, I just began to grow more and more disgusted with him and more and more suspicious. Well, Turns out, Lady Brittany, his lover, was petitioning at first, uh, you know, within the courts and within her legal bounds to, uh, to argue that she was more the rightful heir than this lord who falls outside of the bloodline of, of uh, King Elric, the first king of Treyland. So it disgusts me that we have a king, a man, sitting in the throne who does not share the bloodline of King Elric. So, after Lady Brittany was banished from the city and, uh, and disgraced, uh, her, her name and her household was disgraced by, the, by, the, by King Aston and Queen Margaret, uh, I joined up with her on the outskirts and joined the resistors. Unfortunately, we were all captured, and after Lady Brittany was put to death, I was sent here to the New Lands to... Uh, to have a restart, a kind of thing. I still had a good reputation with some friends of mine, and they were able to uh, allow me to be a part of starting up the Bard's College here. Can I make an insight check? You may. Well, I probably believe him. Okay, I'm going to do the same thing then. It's a nine. Oh, 11. Wait, what's insight? Uh, to see if he's lying or not. I got a uh, eight. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so you guys, uh, he tells the story with such frill and, and passion that you guys are caught up in it and cool. believe him. And, uh, and he says, look at me now. And he sits down and kind of tears up a little bit. So what, uh, what provoked, uh, so you said that uh, Master Penrose slept with your wife. Well, tell me that story. Well... Details are a little hard to get out, but when I decided to leave Westwick to join Lady Brittany, the wife decided it not so fruitful. We argued, she stayed in Westwick, I left, and I had heard that Penvro had taken my position as Master Bard at the Westwick Bardic College or University and uh, had begun living with my wife. Wow. Cassandra. I didn't know Pimbro had a denim. I'm rather surprised. So as was I. As was I. So what is uh, going to happen to you now? Um, have they said anything about your sentencing? I mean, this is at this point, it's simply, what, aggravated assault? Or? 
Treason, yeah. So treason. I don't expect the best, but at least now I'm on an adventure. Treason? Well, because you threw hot wine in his face? Well, I mean, claiming Lady Brittany's name and, and allegiance to King Athelstan, though both deceased, is now uh, an act of treason right. and uh, showing empathy, sympathy to the uh, resistance. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm bad, fucked. Bad I'm luck. Fucked. Bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was worth it though to see Penrose scream like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of conflicted because I love the story, but I kind of liked Penrose as well. <laughs> so. Well, uh, thank you for your time. This was uh, enlightening. You know, very welcome. I guess. Uh, do. No, it was nice to have visitors. Don't forget about me. <laughs> oh. Cheers, and he holds up his dirty water. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like. Cheers to you guys. You could tell like he's kind of maybe going through withdrawal uh, mm. from uh, alcohol. It's got kind of mm. the sweats and shakes as you guys leave. Um, okay, cool. So, I, uh, oh, go ahead. So we don't have to role play the whole thing, but can we? Because this is all while we're on the boat, right? Mm-hmm. For the four days <clears throat> at night. Uh, Rory's going to sneak down and talk to him and want to just know more about Lady, who, the kind of character of Lady Brittany, like get to know her a little bit through him. Cool. We don't have to role play the whole right. thing, but he's just trying to get to know who she was Great. more than he already he has. Did. He has nothing but, um, but a st- like she was just such a presence of strength and leadership and kept composure against what he thought was a corrupted system. And said that her honor stayed with her until the very end. Uh, well, so I guess just one thing he will, he will ask is, um, have you, you haven't heard any rumors about Lady Brittany or any of the, the people related to her at all since, you know, they, they put her to death? Um, no, since she was put to death, I was sent to the New Land. So uh, is, there, is there a new rising or no, something no, like this? No, I just, I just have always wondered ever since then. Okay, all right. And he kind of has a tear uh, that he tries to hide. And Try a sleight of hand with a tear. 19. Okay. Very well. Nice. Nice. And that's, that's, that's all. Okay. I just wanted to get to know uh, about her as much as I could. Great. Yeah, stay. just real quick. Do we have any authority over anything, actually? Because my character certainly thinks he does, but no, I'm just kind of wondering. Not at all. If, uh, if you order people around, right. they just kind of scoff at you. All right. And so they, got a sweet room. They clasp you <laughs> on the shoulder. Like, they're like, oh. Yeah, but I'm descending. pretty intimidating when I can roll higher than a single digit. Well, you never do. For I, the four I never days. do. Never. Ever. <laughs> for these four days. Okay, great. So um, the next morning, you guys uh, uh, hear that by noontime, you'll be arriving at the new settlement of Morgill. So as your ship rounds a bend, uh, cliffs begin to rise on the southern end. The north remains flat and forested. The cliffs rise quickly, and soon rocks and land begin to appear at the bottom of the cliffs. In the distance, there is a break in the cliffs where two waterfalls are trickling down from each of the two cliffs. So one waterfall on the right cliff, one waterfall falling from the left cliff Hmm. into a river that runs into the Avanova River. You watch as a boy waves to the ship and follows it as it approaches the docks of Morgill. It's a small settlement built at the base of the opening of the cliffs. 
The boy hops from rock to rock, and once he hits a dirt path on the land, he sprints to keep up. He melds into a crowd of bystanders, all cheering at the arrival of Lord Protector, Alistair, who waves back from the top deck. So it's your traditional welcoming group. You guys, as you have said, you're kind of over it. Um, There's Thessalon acolytes and noblemen and women. Uh, There's farmers and even some artists there. Uh, the buildings are all humble, thatched dwellings, except for one stone-built building across the bridge. Uh, it is a cathedral in, that is built in the Gothic style, but is nowhere near the same size as those found back in Westwick, which some took centuries to build. The facade is impressive. Nonetheless, uh, the windows and doors have been barred from the outside. Bard? No, no, no. <laughs> B-A-R-R-E-D. As in wood placed in front of the windows. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys get to the, uh, the festivities and uh, nothing really dramatic happens. It's just kind of these presentations of these artists and uh, blessings from the bishop. And... You guys are kind of standing near the bishop during these festivities, kind of just enjoying your drinks and maybe standing awkwardly as you guys have had a bit of a rift in your rowdy boy crew. Uh, And an acolyte approaches the bishop. He looks a little bit frightened and he's quick to get out uh, his, his words to the bishop. Um, by the way, the bishop is, uh, he's an older gentleman, bald, with a large white beard, wearing the vestments of Thessala. Very, very easy to pick out of a crowd. Okay, so I'm a dwarf. So I come running for it. I just pass you guys. I don't even really notice that you're there. I'm just looking frantically, where's the bishop? Where's the bishop? And... Uh, it, Bishop Colm hears this, and he turns around. He says, is someone calling for me? Yes, 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 sir. It's, it's so good to meet you. It's so good to meet you. I'm Galen Adart. Galen? We embrace. Oh, oh. wow. <laughs> so you hug him. Oh, yes. Well, you embrace. As a dwarf. see him, I've been waiting for Right, as a dwarf. He says it out loud. He says, oh, we embrace. Embrace me. The bishop, though startled at first, says, ah, well, peace to you, my, my child, what, what, what is it that I can do for you? So let me ask a question. Does the bishop, the bishop has seen the boarded cathedral. So um, does he have questions? Does he know? He, he's noticed it, but he's been very busy, like giving okay. his blessings to other people and kind of keeping up appearances. So he hasn't said anything or sought it out yet. Okay. Bishop, uh, would it be all right if we spoke in private? Sure. Um, Rowdy boys, do you mind uh, joining me for this conversation? I'm interested. Yeah, sure. I was planning on it anyway. Whatever. And uh, these here, uh, Galen, you said your name was? This is uh, Kaloon. Kaloon. Hello, nice to meet you. You see a half uh, dwarf, half human uh, with a large uh, rusty red beard. Rusty red beard, kilt with a set of bagpipes. Yeah. Yeah. Kilt. All like all out, and you see a halfling who is well, like he's jacked, and he's got an eagle tattoo across his chest, and he wears a kind of like a black duster with the collar up, uh, but but chest of course bear. it's open, yeah. and he's yes. not wearing a shirt underneath, <laughs> of course, because that's just how Rory rolls. That's 
difficult to say. And uh, you also see <laughs> a, a cleric horse. of uh, <laughs> Thesla dressed in the similar um, vestments as the bishop. You well, also s- well met, and I do the symbol of Thesla on my forehead, and I return it. Nice. And you also see a half elf with white hair, black eyes, uh, and a bit of scruff. Hello, I am Aya Synthorn, champion of the Sandalwood tribe. Nice to meet you all, and I kind of move along and back right to the bishop. And I bishop, bishop, there, there's, there's been a problem. We have, I've been waiting for you. Um, something terrible has happened. My son, what, what could have happened? So I, I go into the story that three months ago there was a terrible earthquake. And th- the morning after the quake, we went into the cathedral to find Abbot Jeremiah hanging from a Thessalon statue. His ribs had been torn apart and large chunks of flesh had been eaten. We assumed it was... Oh, God. Right, <laughs> right. God, right. We, the exact Jesus. same thing. Yeah, we have yeah, the same response. Is he okay? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, <us>, you fool. <laughs> Continue, well, Galen. Just wait. Don't mind them. They're a bit we, rowdy. We assumed it was a barbarian attack and... Uh, we went mm. to untie him from the statue, is, and then, oh God, and then he came to life, and he <sighs> bit one of the abbots that was tying him down on the neck. We barely escaped. Yeah. Ordered That's the doors the- closed, and right as the doors, right before they closed, my eyes met him as he was reaching out as the, the beast was eating, eating the abbot's flesh. That's horrifying. Oh, my God. So we've had the cathedral boarded up, windows boarded up. So he's still still in there. there. (laughs) Oh, God. So we could see this then, huh? Uh, Was there anybody else trapped inside with him when you boarded it up? Only the dead abbot. Probably dead. Maybe maybe Maybe, dead. Maybe now. We have... Yeah. Has anyone tried to enter since this earth? A couple have entered. Um, A few have entered to trying to assess the problem, but we have not heard or seen from them again. So, so they they're probably been. dead. Yeah, it kind of sounds like we should just burn it down. They yeah, could just be <laughs> hanging out We cannot burn down hang, the cathedral. Poor cho- choice of words, I think. <laughs> In this, uh, <laughs> trying to uh, cleanse the temple, we must keep hope, uh, my, my fellows. Um, well, it looks like we're going to have to investigate. I say we make our way over there. Aye, in the name of Lord Protector Alistair and our King Aston and our Colin, High Lord Colin, Thesla. shut up for a minute. Roy's trying to say something, and it, I kind of give you a wink and pat you on the shoulder. <laughs> this uh, Bishop Jeremiah, who's a good friend of yours? Yes. It's nice to have friends. Hey, interesting. Um, do you have any uh, hot wine? <laughs> Not at the moment. This is urgent. <laughs> And I turn bishop, you must know what evil is responsible for this. He says, uh, oh, uh, yeah, well, um, he, he, he pulls out uh, uh, from his, uh, he pulls out from his bag a, a book and he's flipping through his notes. He says, well, um, this, uh, this could be easily solved with, uh, with an act of consecration if we were able to get inside and rid the cathedral of its evil, then uh, although where the evil came from, I would guess it would be this demonic barbarian business. <laughs> I imagine you're not... <laughs> I imagine you're not referring to the Varican people anymore. Oh, yes, absolutely. Then they this worship- is a new evil. 
well, I've never seen anything on this level, no. But if, if, if my intuition is correct, and it mostly is, being the Bishop of Thessla, it would be, have been the act of these Varican barbarians. Huh. Hey, uh, Telnius, Smarty Pants, uh, why don't you ask him if, he, if that symbol means anything to him, if he's ever seen that around. Oh, yeah, good idea. And I, I show him the symbol. What, have you seen this before? And uh, show him the symbol of the Crafters Guild on Pearl Islands. So I, I take it, I take a look at it, and I have not seen it. doesn't seem familiar. Hmm. No. He said no. Yeah, I hit him. I hit him. <laughs> He's right there. Don't hit him. Well, it sounds like there might be a lot of uh, apples inside the cathedral, so you should probably stay here, Colin. We'll go check it out. What about gruel? <laughs> well, if there's gruel, I'm there. <laughs> you, you know me and gruel. Well, there's only the choice of gruel or apples, and I'm definitely allergic to apples, as you have all learned, so gruel it is. <laughs> well, young Galen... You are brave to have approached me with this business. Everyone here was acting as if everything was all right. I commend you in the name of Thessla that you have proven yourself worthy to join us on such a quest. How? Thank oh, you. I kind of blush. I'm, I like bow. I'm so like, nervous. <laughs> How old? The bishop is, the, is talking to me like this. How old is Galen's character? Um, Galen 12. is like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like he's a boy. I'm like 20, and I've spent my whole. I was born in Morgill and raised by the monks at the cathedral. So okay. I've spent my whole life in Morgill. Never seen anything like this. Okay, <laughs> let it be known. Let it be Listen. known. <laughs> so uh, Bishop says, "Well, we can use the distraction of the festivities to uh, to clear this out, investigate it, and uh, hopefully man. have this done by dinner." You keep saying we. Like you're coming with us or something. Yes, this is the business of our Lord. This you don't is even a- know the handshake. Hey, the- hey, why don't we just let him go first? Oh, that's yeah, a good idea. Well, thank yeah. you. I was planning on it anyway. The you black- mean we won't get to go to the festivities? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Wait, I know. Hold that on. is a disappointment to you all, I you understand. Do, uh, you, you do have a will, right? <laughs> like a last will and testament. Does- <laughs> oh, yes, of course. Right, we all now. had to do that, right? Before entering right. the excursion, okay, how, how okay, dangerous okay. that was. <laughs> okay. I will say yes, you go first. that the Black Abbey here and the Black Cathedral are two of the most monumental accomplishments that the Church of Thessala has had in the New Lands to help show that this land now known as Estonia was destined to be Thessala's land. So it will be my honor to lead your group in to cleanse the temple. Thank you very much. Yes. So uh, you guys all make your way across the bridge. While we're doing that, I'm playing my bagpipes like Ah. as a as a charge to the to the temple. And I'm I'm (laughs) walking 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 next to Rory and just kind of like, you know what. Going on, buddy. <laughs> oh, said, yeah, real quick. Everybody, on, everybody gets an inspiration. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so everyone yeah, has inspiration from Kal Un's bagpipe playing, including uh, Young Galen. You get a point of inspiration. It is advantage to use at any point that you so choose uh, on a D twenty roll. Okay. So Telnius <laughs> is uh, asking Rory, "What's up?" What did you say? I said. Why, what's the matter, little buddy? Not little. I didn't mean to say little. Sorry. I mean, Bad choice of words. Hey, listen. I, I know I'm little. That's not, not, never bothered me. Uh, pretty stereotypical, you know, dwar- uh, halfling who's upset about being called 
little, that's not me. John Cena <laughs> comes in, he says, are you sure? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, uh, looks like uh, another one of the Roundy Boys is about to get a promotion. If, <laughs> oh, yes, it does, does look like Are that. Are you guys whispering? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we're at the back of the pack. Oh, okay, I, okay. I wouldn't so have been like... The bishop and Colun's like playing the bagpipes very yeah. loudly next to the bishop, and he's like... I was assuming we weren't next to him. definitely walking in front of him oh. and keep trying to like lightly trip him if he tries to get in front so of me. So you guys are like battling yeah, for yeah, who's yeah. leading the way yeah. to the cathedral. I'm right. holding on to Galen's shoulder as he's <gasps> guiding me there. Oh, Nice, because he's blind. Right, right. Um, Galen's blind too. <laughs> <laughs> the blind shall lead the blind. Um, so what? So you're jealous? Is that or envious? Is that what it is? <laughs> Me? No. Would I, if I was jealous, could I do this and I make the eagle flap? I guess no. I guess not. <laughs> Probably not. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> um, freaking right, it's impressive. <laughs> um. Well, come on, keep your chin up. You, you'll have your time. This is a long journey. We're only two cities in. Look, I'm just in this to knock some skulls, get paid, and go home. That's it. You know, this whole Rowdy Boys thing has been kind of silly. I understand. Let's just finish the mission. A tear rolls down my cheek, even though I can't say anything because I'm playing the bagpipes. You just you don't know why, but a tear. Yeah. Commander Leon's crying at the festival <laughs> right now. He doesn't know why. Com- I'll just say this. As a DM, Commander Leon is my emotional outlet. So <laughs> anytime he's crying, it's because I'm out of game crying. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I feel like we have a, a bit more invested in this group than you are, it sounds like. Uh, inv- I mean, I've never really been invested. It's just a job. It's just a job. Let's just get it over with. Enjoy. I mean, it looks like you're going to be the next b- Dean Bishop of whatever Thesla nonsense <laughs> probably coming up. Yes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Bishop of Thesla. <laughs> Read the room, Delnius. Delnius <laughs> uh, gets a sparkle in his eye <laughs> after thought. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you know, keep your chin up. <laughs> that's that's it. And so you guys approach this uh, black stone gothic style cathedral and an organ plays and a flash of lightning. I'm playing the bagpipes without slowing down. I'm going to try to kick the door open. A woman oh, shrieks while I'm far playing away. the bagpipes. Yeah, you guys come to... Uh, yeah, we didn't come to mess around. Well, well, there's a guard standing at the door and he says, Halt! What's your business here? I don't know. You try to walk past him to kick uh-huh. open the door? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. What am I rolling for? <laughs> <laughs> well, first you're going to do a strength contend because he's going to try and stop you. All right, that's going to be a five. Yeah, so he just grabs you and says, like I said, what the <laughs> hell are you doing up? here? Friend, stop! What are you doing? <laughs> Did we you were... not hear my story? <laughs> I thought we were here to cleanse the place. Why... We have Why to be strategic. We We've spent the last three months trying to cleanse the place. Well, clearly, you haven't heard of the Rowdy Boys. What are these Rowdy Boys? That's us. We are the Rowdy Boys. Uh, and I like make eyes at everybody uh, and start to do the handshake. Uh, and yeah. I and it goes. Do it. <laughs> right. So yeah, we do jellyfish towards each other. No. Or no, sorry, spirit, uh, fingers. spirit fingers towards each other. Jellyfish back. Then we, we lick, lick the person nostrils. on the right's nose yep. or nostril. Just right on the nostril. Uh, and then we all say... There's, There's something, I feel something, I smell something rowdy, rowdy in, here. in here. Well, let's all say it together. Okay. 
I feel something rowdy in the air. Friggin' dumb. <laughs> Rory. Uh, the bishop steps forward and says, We are here to cleanse the temple of the evil that has been wrought within. Step aside, young man. And he, uh, he brings out his war hammer and stamps it down, and light emits what? from the head of the hammer, uh, the hammer being in the shape of the infinity Whoa. sign of Jeez, that's cool. in my, I'm just like <gasps> <laughs> drooling. Yeah, the, the guard steps back and says, Yes, my lord. And he opens up the, uh, he works at it for a little bit and he's able to budge the door open enough for all six of you to enter into the cathedral. Now, how large yeah. is this cathedral? Well, we'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to see it from the outside? Again, uh, <laughs> yeah, again, I push my way in front of Colum to get inside. Not every, um, I mean, the buildings are all relatively small, even like the fancier ones. So this is, you can tell that the the tower at the front is probably three stories tall, and it stands at two stories tall, but it's no more than uh, 60 feet uh, wide on okay. its front facade. Okay. It's wood? And it or- goes back, and it touches kind of the cliff, and to the back right, you can hear the waterfall falling behind mm. where it flows into the river. Wow, cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Oh, huh. nice. And so beautiful uh, place, Morgan. <laughs> Great. And so you try to yeah, squeeze. I wasn't listening. Can you? Say nope. Um, so nope. you guys try to you try to squeeze past Bishop Colum. I do. Yeah. Uh, well, roll me a strength check because yes. there's only room for one person to go through at a time. Oh, that's a nat twenty. Finally. Okay, so you like <laughs> literally climb over the bishop, and he's like, whoa, what the hell? <laughs> and so you get in there, and the rest of you make your way in, and the door is shut quickly. uh, behind us behind you as the last person enters so what you guys all see and if you want you can roll me perception it is very dark in here hang on to your perception rolls okay there is a putrid smell in the musty air the pews are in perfect (laughs) rows uh before the altar Dried blood covers the statue of Thessala at the front altar uh, as he's holding a book of Revelation in one hand and holding the other hand open in greeting to his followers. But most of the statue has been covered in blood leading down. uh, Oh, um, the blood has fallen onto the Blackstone altar and on top of it is a replica of Elric's sword cup. Uh, the one that's usually offered in a time of peace. Blood has taken the place of the wine that once filled it. So very little sunlight is actually coming through because of the barred windows. And um, what did you guys get on your perception rolls? 15. Uno. 12. 16. 10. Okay, so you guys um, get inside and... Telnius, or I'm sorry, Ias, you you look up and see uh, rafters uh, up in the lofty area of this uh, cathedral, and it looks as if um, it looks as if blood has made its way even onto the rafters within uh, the cathedral. Mm. At the front in, uh, of the church. Um, in front of the altar, the rest of you kind of make your way further in as the bishop is leading the way with his um, lit up, lit up yeah. uh, 
Hammer. Hammer. And you guys round around, you come around the pew and you see that initial acolyte, uh, Galen, that you remember was the first one to try and bring uh, Abbot Jeremiah off of the statue from where he was hanging. And you, um, let me see real quick. Yeah, his his body is decaying. The closer you get to the body, the worse the stench is. And it looks like his his stomach has been uh, ripped open and his uh, intestines have been just laying out uh, all around him. There is a large pool of blood around his body. It's gross. So when I walk by him, I like, silently kind of weep and then turn away. I say, be careful. He may come back as you, your uh, abbot did. That is correct. B- uh, Bishop Colm says to Telnius, and he says, Telnius, why don't you give us an investigation of this yeah. uh, body? So um, before I... I um, so I'd like to, to use my skill in medicine to, to um, look over the body, but first I, I'm concerned of it attacking me. Uh, can I get someone around to... Help aid me in case it does awaken. I unsheathe my sword. Perfect. So then, and I, the bishop is standing right behind right. you with his hammer up, as if like when he comes mm-hmm. down with it, it's aimed for this. Cool, ready in uh, action type thing. This guy's head. Cool. Yeah. All right. So I go ahead and uh, and use medicine to investigate the body, and that is a thirteen. Thirteen. You. You can see that along with the half-eaten bits and pieces of uh, its body, you can tell that an entire uh, leg has been ripped out from beneath the uh, from beneath the pant leg. So the pant leg was actually flat against the mm. the ground and there's no longer a leg there, just a trail of blood. But as you look to see where the uh, blood goes to, it all of a, the the trail of blood just ends about five feet away. Okay, can I make an investigation on that spot? Sure. Okay, that would be fourteen. So you um, you investigate further this, uh, um, like blood. The, yeah, the yeah, blood yeah. trail, and when you get to the end of it, you you look around to see what might have happened, and when you look up, you hear this like weird like. Oh shit! I say that I'm like, what the hell is that? And you look up and you see in the rafter, crouched down, the what was once Abbot Jeremiah. His uh, his ribs have been ripped out in front of him, fl- like flailing out, almost like two wings, and mm. most mm. of his innards are missing, and his eyes are this crazy all black. And gluttony from FMA. (laughs) And he is like gnawing on the leg bone of. Oh, shit. Is this like half eaten uh, leg from. Yes. (laughs) From the acolyte. And it it turns its head down to you and makes eye contact and 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 just begins to screech. I immediately cast Scorching Ray. Okay. Everyone. uh, We'll we'll go in a circle. Actually. Cool. Okay. No one to do that. Yeah. All right, so go ahead and cast it. Yeah, so I have to make three. Okay. So 23. 17. And 22. Nice. All of those hits. Cool. Uh, 
Unfortunately, he's jumping down at you at the same time. So you're hitting him with do, these do, scorching do. rays <laughs> as he's flying down toward you and does a 21 hit your AC. It most certainly does. Um, so he just pummels you and has uh, pounced on top of you. And... Ooh. So yeah, you take 10 points of damage as he falls on you and begins clawing at your uh, chest. And okay. the rest and he, of you see this happening. So he takes 18 points of fire damage. Ooh, nice. Wow. Yeah, would that be an attack of opportunity for Ias? Because he's right there next to him? No, because uh, Micah, or Telnius followed the trail further away from okay. everyone. Um, so um, up next, we'll go to Ias. I uh, lunge forward and I slash with my with my sword as he's like just trying to like get him on the side at the shoulder to get him off of Telnius. Mm-hmm. And I do that with a 12. Uh, a 12 misses. So you run up and swing your sword and it ducks down lower, like laying on top of Telnius. And Telnius, the stench <laughs> is near in uh, unbearable. Yes. Roll me a constitution save. Okay. Um, I want to use my inspiration on this. Okay. Perfect. I'm so <laughs> glad I did. Very good that you did. Oh, oh. Really better. All right, 10. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to give him a bardic inspiration as well. Uh, can I you can, do that after the fact? I, before I know whether or not it's going to fail or succeed. Oh, I sweet, yeah. Yes. So take a D6 and add it, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. So roll a D6. Oh, great. Perfect. So that's 16. Nice. Yeah. So you felt like your lunch coming up uh, and you're able to like battle it back down and you control the nausea that once. Cool. Yeah. It's almost like the, the strength uh, just kind of entered your body as you remember the song that Kowloon mm. was playing earlier yes. uh, on the bagpipe. Oh, and it inspires song. you. <laughs> so clean. <laughs> Those bagpipes were. Uh, so I, as you swing your, uh, so you had swung your sword and had missed. It's now laying pretty much on top of Telnius. Galen, you're also there uh, to make your attack. So I pull out my small hand axe and I, I kind of hesitate because I see Jeremiah. It's mm-hmm. obviously mutilated, but mm. then I decide this isn't Jeremiah and I swing my hand axe and that's a 14. You hit. Go ahead and roll and damage. Then Five points. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, so you run up to it and you slash at the back, causing him to roll off of Telnius toward the pews. And after you do so, uh, you guys hear a, and you hear a splat as you turn around. You see that Bishop Column was next to the acolyte's body that was being investigated, and it had begun to reach up at him, and he swung his warhammer down <laughs> and just destroyed the skull of this thing. Like, the Whoa. head is no more. Jeez. Right. He says, sorry, Galen. <laughs> this is very much like a Commander Leon situation. And, it's like uh, really uncool until the weapon <laughs> comes out. And so... Um, at this point, uh, everyone roll me perception as well. 20. 14. 8. 5. Am I going to have like a... 8. Okay, so um, anyone 10 and above, you guys see and hear um, undead bodies coming out of the pews. There are three total 
bodies that have stood up and they're all about 10 feet away from each other. Kowloon. All right. I run after the one that's on top of Telnius okay. uh, with Galak. So you run for Jeremiah. Wait. Yeah. Well, it's no longer on top of right. Telnius. Oh, I'm right. But he, he just, yeah, he rolled off to the side, but he's still there within sight. Okay. Go and, ahead. Yeah, so I try to stab him with Galak. That's a nine. Yeah, nine. So you so. stab down and he just, and he crawls backwards very quickly. It's it's creepy as fuck. Nice. <laughs> and so, Rory. Um, which one's closest to me or whichever one is closest to me, I guess. Sure. Actually, there. So did you get a 10 or above on your perception check? So you see that two pews back now closest to you because the abbot's now kind of on the opposite side of the cathedral. Two rows back, one of the zombies has uh, appeared and it's climbing over the pews towards you, reaching okay. out for you. I just let out like a... And I go into a rage, but I'm not smiling. <gasps> oh, wow. This is the first unhappy rage. It doesn't oh, even no. do anything. And <laughs> I mean, it still works. Um, <laughs> I try. And, I mean, just look at him. I try and like charge across the backs of the pews, like leaping from one to the other. Do athletics or acrobatics, whichever one you're in. More professional. Uh, 21. Dude, yeah, you are leaping from pew to pew, <laughs> just like you always wanted to do when you were a little kid yeah, in nice. church and yeah. tried and failed miserably. Right. And then your dad yelled at you. Right. And then you cried. <laughs> oh, and then we're talking about Commander Leon or Andrew at this point? I won't tell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> won't tell. Okay, so yeah, so you, you get up right before uh, him. And I just like I just swing down as hard as I can with my war hammer, like jumping from this, I guess, second pew, and I, I'm just like aiming right at his head. Awesome. And nat nice. 20. Ooh. It's a critical hit. <laughs> Roll your damage, bro. Okay. Hell yeah. So that would be nine uh, mm. times two, so 18. How do you destroy this dude? Oh, I just like, I'm just screaming at the top of my lungs. I just swing my war hammer down and I just like, I slash like, or I just smash through his neck. <laughs> Decapitating him with a war hammer? Yeah. That's well, his, his body's probably rotting, you know, so it'd be easier mm -hmm. to do, but I smash through his neck and then, uh, and just stomp his head. On the oh, ground. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> like nice. a ripe watermelon. He hmm, falls yes. undead lifeless. I don't know how to. Yeah. Yeah. Lifeless. <laughs> Second <in death>. lifeless. <laughs> All right. Tell me this. Great. So um, I see that and I'm very impressed and uh, look at the next closest. Uh, well, first, I, so I'm laying down. So I use my movement to stand up. To stand up. Sure. Um, and there isn't one like immediately close to me, right? Nope. Okay. Uh, the abbot is 15 feet from you. Great. So I stand up and I. Um, see the, the one closest to um, me, and I cast uh, Sacred Flame. Um, and they have to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, so you stood up. You noticed one of the uh, zombies heading toward you from the pews. Cool. And you cast, what was it? Sacred Flame. Sacred Flame. Go ahead and roll. Oh, uh, so you have, he has to make a dex save. He fails miserably. Okay, great. And so he takes 1d8 of damage. Um, that's three points of flame damage. Awesome. Yeah. So you scorch his arm. <laughs> oh, he's sad now. I was, I was hoping for more. Um. So the bishop sees that you've attacked this and it's now coming now for you. Mm -hmm. And the bishop, he swings his warhammer disc 
connecting it from the skull of that uh, acolyte that was on the ground. And the light comes on again, and he uh, he whispers a sentence in Thessalon, and you, uh, Telnius, recognize it as, the light shall overcome darkness. And from the head of his war hammer, a just straight uh, arrow of light, a uh, beam of light, uh, hits the uh, the zombie. I just went, yep. It hits the zombie square in the chest and um, takes five more points of damage. And it has, uh, it's like burned a hole through the zombie, although it is still coming for okay. you and so the zombie actually leaps off of the last pew toward you and has a critical fail yes so oh. you get an attack of opportunity as it is leaping in the air toward you okay so um i'd be too concerned about my um like what i don't have time to like think about the right spell to use and so i have my warhammer uh, or my mace to my side, and I just um, swing that. Uh, Beautiful. Roll to hit. And oh. I have 20. A 20. You definitely hit. Great. It takes two points of damage. <laughs> oh, two points? Well, it just so happens that was the last amount of Perfect. damage it needed. So uh, how do you end this yeah. dude with your mace? And so I, I uh, see the, the light pierce him, and he like is still up and moving, and it kind of like... Um, scares the shit out of me. So I like grab my mace and I swing it up kind of like uppercut style uh, into his jaw oh. and just kind of like knock his head up into the air, uh, soaring <laughs> into the rafters. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah, okay. it just falls. So uh, a panic decapitation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, you just knock it back and it lands in front of you. And the last remaining zombie... Uh, is going to rush over the pews toward Ias. Now, had you gotten 10 or above on your perception roll uh, from a while ago? From a while ago? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. I got a five. I okay. Think. So, go. That's better. <laughs> yeah. He had advantage because uh, this is a stealth attack. So, he. Zombies um, can stealth. <laughs> <laughs> Zombies are sneaky. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it it jumps and uh, and actually give me a strength roll real quick. Yep. Because it's trying to like grapple you and kind of tackle you. Crit. Well, I guess it's not a. Well, so. Nineteen plus that's twenty one. So it it runs into you and you look to your side and it begins to bite into your flesh and you actually take six points of damage. As it tears off a good piece Ooh. of your arm, I get mad. I bet <laughs> it's now your turn. <laughs> I, uh, I kind of kick aside from it and slash sideways with my sword from left to right. Beautiful. As I try to fuck him up, <laughs> and I don't. Uh, <laughs> what would you get? I think that's twelve again. You hit. No way. Oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, never mind. Yep. Um, so roll your damage. 15. Damn, wow. yeah. You annihilate him. How do you do so? Uh, as he, like, I kick him off my shoulder as he, like, backs away and takes a couple steps back. And then I just lunge forward and I just swing from left to right with my sword, slicing it almost halfway in half. And then I take my foot and just kind of kick it off backwards. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah it just 
it falls backwards and like falls it is no longer moving uh great so now we have galen's turn so so currently the abbot is the only creature up and it's crawling back away into the shadows um so it's about 15 feet from you okay great so i see it crawling away and i yell out this cathedral must be cleansed and i cast um guiding bolt so a beam of light uh, extends from your hands now. So this beam of light comes out at 15 points of damage. Oh, uh, ooh, on the white? It's radiant damage. Yes, so um, this thing was like crawling away. Your beam hits it and flips it up into the air uh, back against the wall as the light is just destroying the body from the chest nice. uh, out. And just before... Telnius, you look over and you see that as the the life is being drawn out of this creature, uh, the eyes go from all black down to a hazel brown, like normal human eyes, and uh, the body falls lifeless. And from a back room, you can hear echoing out a screech from uh, from one of the open office doors. Um, before we move there, uh, do I notice that if that damage happened to do more damage than like others, or would that be anything I would notice? Like, um, no, it it did the same amount okay. as your other magical like attacks. Flame attacks. Your, okay. Yes. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, upon hearing the screech, uh, Rory will. Um, use a free action to, uh, as a bonus action, dash straight back to where that is. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Um, When you get there, you see that this office has um, taken a bit of damage from the earthquake. You see, here, I'll read it out, actually. So inside the office, uh, there's a mess of parchment and spilled inkwells. The room is 10 foot by 10 foot, and a bookcase is actually knocked over face down on the floor. Uh, There's books and pages scattered all over the floor, and um, you don't notice anything right off the bat. Like, there's nothing in there, but you know that this is where the noise came from. So do the rest of you follow him in? Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, What do you guys do? Right, so you guys see the same thing, obviously. All right, so we don't see anybody in there. We There's don't see no one in there. Screech. There is a fallen bookshelf um, laying toward. It had fallen toward mm-hmm. the door, and it's laying on the ground now. There's books and papers all scattered around. I tried to help you pick it up. All right, well, sure. Yeah, I'll pick it up. <laughs> okay, so Telnius and Kalun, you pick up the um, you pick up the bookshelf, and mm-hmm. uh, Kalun, roll me a deck save. Nice. Finally, something I'm good at. Fourteen. Great. So as you're as you were moving the the bookshelf where you had put your foot, you had moved it a little bit to get a, a better um, leverage on it, and you realize uh, when you put your foot down, there's actually nothing there for a second, and you're able to catch yourself, and you fall onto the bookcase, and you're looking down <clears throat> into what was underneath the bookcase, and it mm. looks like a like a sinkhole has opened up. Mm underneath it and a crack goes into the wall uh right behind it so this sinkhole is probably around it's about six feet uh in diameter 
and uh, goes straight to the uh, back wall. So you're able to kind of catch yourself. You look straight down and... Um, Can I see the bottom? Actually, yeah. Roll me a perception check when cool. you fall. And... Six. I'm going to start rolling my other D20. This, God, this one sucks today. I'm going to walk over there and crouch down and peer inside. So, so well, first you have to kind of like move the bookcase a little bit better out of the way. So once you get the sinkhole, mm-hmm. um, anyone who wants to look down into it can roll a perception check. Has a round and, passed since combat at this point? Like uh, a full yeah. rounds? Okay. So I am kind of like exiting rage at this point. Okay. And I grab like a tablecloth or whatever and wipe my foot off of the brains that are on my foot. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I run over and Im- immediately start picking up some of the books off the floor and some of the sacred text. Mm. And then I see the hole and just, whoa, stop. Mm-hmm. Put the books down and look into the hole. Great. What'd you guys um, get on your perception? Seven. Fourteen. 13. Um. Uh, just 13, five. 14, I mean, unless I have advantage because I have dark vision. Um, no. I'll, I'll wander over and peer down in the hole and get six. Okay. So, yeah, you, um, with your dark vision at least, you realize that at the bottom, there's a little bit of light reflected. You're, you can probably guess it's right at the tail end of your dark vision. So, probably 50 oh, okay. feet down. And, um, right. (laughs) This sinkhole is not joking around. Mm -mm. So at the very bottom, you can see what looks like light being refracted maybe by water and reflected a little bit. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I can take five of us down safely with a spell of mine. One of us is going to have to stay behind. I'll stay behind. Uh, the Bishop looks to you, Ias, and says that, um, that battle was a bit much for me. Why don't, why don't you go down and I'll keep guard up here? Do you need to keep guard? Is that a reason? I would just prefer it. You young <laughs> whippersnappers are just a little bit more agile than I am. I'll stay like, here and great. I cut him off and, and con- great. And I like <laughs> continue to consecrate. And okay, <laughs> um, great. It seems so like Rory could use that hammer of yours since you're not going to be using it. What? Um, actually, I, I feel like I could use the hammer pretty well. Oh. I would definitely prefer the hammer. I'm sorry, I cannot part with my That's fine. with right. my weapon. It is blessed of Thesla <laughs> and stays with me. Um, I literally used a, a oh. mace and a hammer. Are All right, so <laughs> I uh, I touch uh, myself, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez! Wow! Nobody look! <laughs> excited by that combat. What kind of a performance so, is this? <laughs> I touch. Uh, uh, I touch myself. Rory, Telnius, Ias, and uh, Galen. Uh, uh, is it in a rowdy boy? No, no. Handshake? It's just a normal way to give us all feather fall, so we can jump down without being injured. Commander Leon is sad. <laughs> is he there? No. no, he's just, oh. he's my sad. emotional he's <laughs> outlet. <laughs> he just gets sad for no reason. He while just he's is at the else. festivities. He's like, why am I so fucking sad? <laughs> as Kowloon as is, uh, <laughs> is touching all of us, I say, <laughs> hey, Galen, is there normally a crack into the abyss of the unknown in this office back here? Uh, I have never seen it in my life. You're You're able to piece together that, this was most likely caused by the earthquake that was mentioned earlier right. by Galen. Mm. Well, let's go. Yeah. I hop in. Yeah. I so what does too. the spell yeah. do? It gives uh, you... Featherfall, it allows us to uh, fall safely up to 60 feet. Before you jump in, uh, the bishop says, are you able to 
feather fly back up? I've got, <laughs> I've got it covered. Don't you worry about that. Okay, oh, no bye. Worry. As you guys jumping. like chimney down yeah. into like we're, chim, chimney. Chim, the Roddy chimney. boys don't think ahead that far. You guys right? are Mary we're, Poppins <laughs> down this fucking hole. I'm sure All there's right. a back at exit something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I pull out my Umbra staff. Uh, oh, <laughs> so <right>. um, <laughs> you guys um, begin, yeah, just falling down into this pit. So what order are you guys going in? I already jumped in. Yeah, I was first. I went second. I'd be third. Kalun, Telnius. I'll go last. <laughs> Galen. And then I should dive in. Nice. And, and Roy. <laughs> yes. So you guys Doing kind of all dive. land. And when you land, you realize that um, about a foot and a half of water is on the ground. And Kalun, when you landed, you actually heard a crunch underneath your feet. Ooh. Uh, I mean, I'm going to find out what that is yeah so you lift your foot up your foot is uh surrounded by a skull one that looks like it has been here and decaying for dare i say centuries <laughs> or three I months shake it off i guess yeah so you're just like ew skulls are the whack <laughs> so you, you shake it off and everyone roll me perception when you get down here yeah i'll do it all right <laughs> Three. Five. Uh, Eleven. Thirteen. Fourteen. Beautiful. So inside the cavern, there's not only the uh, foot and a half of water, but it uh, stone walls make up three sides of this section. Uh, heading back toward the cliff side, there is actually a dense curtain of wet, dripping hanging moss and the distant sound of a waterfall um, there are flickers of dim light that travel through the hanging moss that kind of dimly light this area. So the, the light is dancing through this hanging moss and being reflected by the pool of water around you. The water continues uh, into the area that is uh, curtained by the hanging moss. It's about, it's about 20 feet wide, and you're not sure how far back it goes. But when you look up, there's a, there's a crack in the ceiling that goes behind the cathedral. And it looks like it sounds like water from the waterfall is making its way down into this uh, cavern. Um, I want to go up and chop the hanging moss off so it falls down. We can see what's behind it. When you chop the first layer of hanging moss, there is it looks there's just more moss. It is oh. a heavy blanket um, uh, continuing back uh, into there. Um, so who got um, highest on the perception roll? Um, Galen. Galen, you look over and you see a corpse sitting to the side of this pool, kind of outside of the pool and on one of the rocks. It is clutching a uh, tome uh, against its stomach and it has a weird amount of flesh still remaining on its face and body but it looks odd gray uh, a little bloated from the water around and but it seems pretty fresh it it looks fully decayed but something stopped it before this Hmm. flesh has worn off of the body and the eyes are hollow and completely uh, black behind it. 
I throw a dagger into his skull. What? Because he was <laughs> so, he the only one that saw it. Yeah, or? So when I when I see this, yeah, it, yeah, you say its eyes okay. were <laughs> sorry its eyes were removed. Its eyes were removed, or just not there at least. No, I, at least decayed. Okay. My character, he would cast. So as soon as I get down, I cast detect evil, um, just to kind of see if I because I get the feeling undead down here. So I'm definitely like looking for that. You realize there is a very faint hint of undead on the actual body. Um, now, this does this attack all magic mm-hmm. as well? Uh, well, any uh, of those magic. So aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead. You sense element, or, or if it's been conse- if if the ground has been consecrated or desecrated. Gotcha. So the um, the tome inside the hand uh, mm. inside the hands is actually giving you um, a sense of elemental magic, okay. but not evil. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's all that okay. you can sense at this moment. And you look over and um, you actually see that there is uh, ancient Varican script on the cover of the tome. Ooh, do I recognize any of the words? Oh. You are not close enough okay, okay. to read the words. Oh, I want to see what Galen... Cause Galen was going to do something with the body that he saw. You? No, he just perceived. He didn't do anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, thought, just, I, I, thought I just looked were. it over. It, it scared me a little bit because the eyes were gone. Mm. And the eyes were kind of blanched when Jeremiah turned. It's mm. kind of an eye. Mm. It was an, right. another eye thing, so it yeah. kind of startles me. I say, um, well, I don't see anything down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're, you're just kind of like kicking your feet around as... <laughs> Telnius, are you... Yeah, I'd share that information. Like, what... There seems to be a, a book and, and a dead body over there. Does anyone else see that? Well, now that you mention it, yeah. So yeah, once yes. he points it out, you guys can all see <laughs> nice. clearly what you get. You get advantage you on, now see on <laughs> seeing it. <laughs> yeah. Do you wish to do anything with uh, um, the body? Yeah, I want to walk up to it and um, investigate the book because... Yeah, sure. yeah, or just investigate. I don't want to touch it yet. I just want to like look at it really intently. Um, if I can, yeah, yeah. Okay, so unless something happens, <laughs> if something happens, I don't want to do it. Yes, <laughs> I tell him to be careful. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I decide not to. <laughs> you said careful. Be careful. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I should be careful. Um, Nineteen. Nineteen. You, uh, you realize that this book is similar to what Finn has described as. Uh, those that satyrs would use, and satyrs are magic users mm. uh, of the Varican people. Hmm. Okay, so this is like a, a tome that they might use. Yes, I, I share that with everyone. Like, well, this this seems to be a, a tome of of uh, the magic users here in v- the, this land. <laughs> Varican. <laughs> okay, Varican magic user tome. Well, what's it say? And I pick it up and open it. It's not like an Okay, so Rory, Rory walks past you and picks up the book. The book has... Um, oh, careful. Oh, this is really, um, <laughs> careful. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh, no. If, uh, when the book is removed, you see that the skin had kind of grafted to the oh, book. Oh, Necronomicon. And so, like, just <laughs> black inner just spill out and this foul stench oh, emits oh. from it. And uh, you even find human skeleton fingers within the innards. Rory, give me a constitution save. 20. Beautiful. You're, you just don't even care. You flip it open and you start scanning through some of the pages. And Telnius, <laughs> this kind of startles you and 
you, you, you kind of put your hand down to stop him and it happens to be on the last page and you're able to pick up a few of the words that are on the page. Um, the words that you pick up are many deaths, very cold, hiding, hungry, and elk demon. Huh. Oh, man. That's such metagaming, though. No, you can't use it. Um, yep. Nope. Okay. Forget about um, it. Oh, and you also see the words <laughs> of flesh eater. Yes. Okay. Um, well, this I share all of that with all of you. This seems... Uh, I, I don't understand all of these words, but I can pick out a few of these. Uh, elk, demon, flesh eater, many, very cold, death. This seems to be a very dangerous tome. As you, quite menacing. As you say dangerous tome and menacing, Galen disappears under the water <gasps> and you see his body dragged back behind the curtain of uh, hanging moss. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so um, you guys all rush into the hanging moss and it's, it's actually difficult terrain because not only are you rushing through water, mm -hmm. you're having to move aside or slice aside uh, this hanging moss. So from the, uh, from the right, when you guys get into it and water's kind of trickling down around you, to the right, you hear Galen screaming out for help. Help! He's over there to the right. Let's go. Just as you turn to go from the left, you hear Galen screaming out. <laughs> He's over to the left now. Let's go over there. Okay, I, I stop. I think we need to split up. I stop and I cast Detect Evil. Okay, your Detect Evil realizes that to the left. Okay, to the left. <laughs> I Detect Evil to the left. I hear Galen coming from the right. But and then, then I hear Galen coming from the left. Right. And then Telnius says, There's evil, there's to, evil the to the left. And so I turn right. right. And I just go oh, yeah, straight yeah. to the voice to the right. Okay. I follow Ayas. So Telnius and Kalun uh, make it to the uh, left. Yeah. And they Wait, come do to, you go left? Yeah I'm, going, okay. yeah, I'm going to the left. So they make it to a clearing. Rory and Ayas, you go to the right. And um, on it, top of a rock... Uh, you see the body of Galen, um, a, a little bit bruised and battered. I run over to him without even question. Okay, and you f do you flip him over? I flip him over. Okay, I'm and right there by your side. Cool, Galen. It's it's and you, and you you finally kind of come to you come to consciousness. Galen, at this are point. you okay? Are you hurt? What happened? You Something were grabbed me. You seem to be dragged away, and we we came after you. I don't know where Telnius and Kaloon went, but... I think they went the other way oh, back there. They went the other way? Yeah. Oh, no. This is not good <laughs> at all. He said evil was that way. I thought it was pretty clear we were going to go this way. Well, that's what I thought. <laughs> what is, let's go find him. So as you, guys, as you guys say, let's go find him, uh, we cut back to Kaloon and Telnius in the open. and yeah, So we've gotten to an opening where there's no moss. Right. Okay. You guys rolled perception. You had 19, and Kaloon, you had... Uh, four. Four. Um, so... Telnius, just as you're screaming, uh, watch out yeah. to Kaloon. You see this creature come out of the hanging moss. It is uh, humanoid from the neck down with uh, large blood-covered claws. The head, though, of this creature is an elk 
with complete black eyes. Whoa. And its teeth uh, have uh, been sharp, or they look sharp and canine-like rather than normal elk style. Can I make a knowledge check to see if I recognize this? Sure. Uh, Would it be knowledge arcana, knowledge nature? Just knowledge. Uh, Nature. Okay, so that would be 15. Um, 15 is to, uh, yes, so you... um, you know of one of the folk tales that Finn had described to you was of the Wendigo yes. creature. And um, <laughs> this creature appears whenever cannibalism mm-hmm. has been. And mm. Finn always described it as a mutated form of their uh, their elk god, the elk god. And this thing attacks Colin and it goes to... Kal'un, sorry. Uh, <laughs> and it goes to pounce you, so give me a strength save. Why wouldn't it be my AC? Nope. All right, well, that's an 11. <laughs> that's a DM for you. <laughs> no. Um, so you're knocked down, but you're, uh, you're able to bring Gylock up and block the, the bites coming down from it. You, uh, the rest of you, Ias, Galen, and Rory, you hear... Uh, you hear this screech coming from the right and you begin to head toward it. Uh, Telnius, I'll give you a turn now. Okay. Um, so I cast a spiritual weapon. Okay. A short sword. Okay, um, go for it. Great. So I have to make a, a spell-based attack. I don't think I will succeed. It's 11. Um, yeah, you're not able to hit, at, but you attacking it forces it to... Um, duck back into the into the hanging moss. So it actually falls back into the hanging moss. And, the direction we're coming from? And Telnius and Kaloon give me a perception check. Finally, 16. Great. Uh, 20. You're both able to see the direction it goes, and it... Uh, so Ias... Galen and Rory, you guys are running toward this, and all of a sudden, the face of this demonic elk, sharp teeth oh, and yeah. horns, appears before you within the hanging moss. And Ias, it just swipes for you with its. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, the first one uh, misses. You're able to react, but the second one goes straight into your gut. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I've fallen back into the water at this point. Oh my god. <laughs> You're like pretending. Just, You're like, oh, I'm, I'm being dragged away. I guess I can't help. <laughs> All right. Um, and you take. Son of a bitch. You take seven points of damage, Ias. Okay. Um, but next, uh, we'll go with Galen's turn. Okay, so I see it stab into Ias with its fist. And so I, as quickly as I can, regain my footing and just swipe with my hand axe. Go for it. And that's uh, 23. You definitely hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. Three points of damage. Oh, no. All right. And next we'll go to Rory. You'll get a reaction. Okay. Um... I j- if he's right in front of me, I'm gonna try and like he as he still have his like 
weapon stabbed into Ias. He has his claw in, his claw in Ias okay. right now. So I'm going to try and swing my hammer down like on the beast's arm, trying oh, to like break the arm off. Yeah. Uh, and it. I go into rage as I'm doing it as nice. well. Of course. Of course. Of course. Uh, 23? Yeah. Roll your damage. Uh, seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. You dis. You just tear through the elbow of this creature, and its claw slides out of Ias and into the water. And it is. It is not liking the fact that it doesn't have a right arm now. Um, and Ias, I'll give you a reaction turn as well. <laughs> I clutch my stomach with my hand, and I pull up my sword and I just thrust forward into its chest with uh, 18. You hit. Roll your damage. Ooh, 18 nice. points of damage. Oh, oh my um, god. 10 points of damage and 6 points of cold damage. Beautiful. <laughs> cold. Stone cold. Just straight into its stern. I'm just like, <laughs> and my arms are shaking because my stomach hurts a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> Uh, and at this point, Kowloon and Telnius, did you fo- you got yes. to see where it was going? Mm, we Were you following saw. as Absolutely. you oh, yeah. kept track of it? No, I'm keeping my uh, uh, spiritual weapon so I can move it up to 20 feet. Beautiful. Yeah, so I'm keeping it with me, um, and I, I put my hand on my mace at the same time. So Kowloon will go with your turn first. As you come up, you see uh, just what's happened. Ayas is just pulling his sword out of the creature, and you guys come up behind it, so you're flanking. Perfect. Okay, so I have a uh, gay lock in my hand and I go to jump in the air and stab it in the back Whoa. like a uh, Troy style, but with a, uh, you know, what, whatever weapon I have right. uh, <laughs> and with, hit with a 16. You hit with nice. a 16. Beautiful. Roll your damage. So that is a, uh, 10 points of damage Whoa. as I stab it through the chest. Beautiful. Um, yeah, it's oh, and not- I also stay there. Like I'm on his back. I want to stay on his back. Okay. Um, roll me a strength contention or content. Oh, content. I feel like I could do dexterity more often. That's fine. That's gonna be a six with strength. Okay. Uh, as you as it uh, starts to swing its body back and forth, uh, you're kind of digging it. You're moving with uh-huh. it <laughs> uh, until the last motion. It brings up its one arm that's still intact and actually elbows you off of its back and you fall prone into back into the water. Galak is still sticking out of its back. Thought so. And uh, we'll go to Telnius' turn. So I, uh, I move my spiritual sword in um, for an attack. Uh, and so I see the, the spiked, um, or I see Galak sticking out of his back. And so I want to simultaneously with my spiritual sword, um, attack him from the left and then grab onto the Galak and kind of use it as leverage as I swing and try and hit him in the face. So when you go to do this attack, Mm -hmm. you hear a whisper in your mind and it, uh, it is just a faint, uh, it is a faint voice that says, the flame that once consumed my body now consumes your mind. Free yourself and carry my light. And as you rush up, grab onto Galak mm. and 
your hand takes this spiritual weapon mm. as Whoa. it takes the weapon, that light that had tried you had tried to form before the spell that right. he had tried to teach you mm. lights up this weapon with the same radiant light that the bishop was using earlier. And you stab in and mm. go ahead and roll damage for the spiritual weapon. Uh, nine. But also add three D6. <laughs> A 13. <laughs> the light uh, and this sword, you you stab just straight into the chest of it, and mm. you're kind of riding it. It's trying to buck you off, but the light envelops its body, and it begins breaking through the skin and mm. flesh of this demon, mm. and it erodes the rest of it, and it's screeching up toward the light uh, and the hanging moss, and... <laughs> Yes, I want to ride that sword um, down his body, like grab onto both ends of the sword and try and like pull it all the way down his body, just like split him in half. Beautiful, because this thing is like <laughs> yes. large and you're just pulling it down and you end in the water with the remains of nothing around you. The no, like, no like blood dripping on me. Well, there is like yes. ecker, like weird yes. uh, black. Like, Ectoplasm. Very, very similar to the what the guts had turned mm -hmm. into from the mm -hmm. body that you had found uh, back in the open area. Cool. And yeah, your arms are just covered in that and you're down in the water. Your weapon has gone away and you're just breathing heavily. Great. Um, I kind of like look around. Did I recognize that voice? Um, no, that's a voice you've never heard before. Okay. And I like look around like, did, did you hear that? Hear what? The voice. <clears throat> What voice? <laughs> and I kind of like, like look down and just like inquisitive, you know. Mm. So the thing's body is gone completely. It's gone, yeah. Oh, oh. I go pick up Gaylock and try to clean it off. Uh. <laughs> and I look over and heal Ias. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Cast preserve life. Is it pre preserve life or just cure light wounds? Ah. Mm. Blackberry or strawberry? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> preserve life. <laughs> Hashtag preserve life. 20 best calories. Great. Thank you, Galen. That's our new line of much and jellies. <laughs> beautiful. So you, uh, you guys make your way back out. When you come to the opening, uh, the body that once had weird putrid flesh on it, it is now a skeleton as mm. in the same sense of the skull that you had uh, previ previously stepped on. But Micah, or Telnius, you have gained this tome. It still remains right. intact, although none of the weird Damn. goopy skin and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, is, it's, it's no longer on it. Wow. Yeah. Um, and Bishop throws you guys down a rope and has you all come back up. And when you guys exit the cathedral, the festivities have moved over to the cathedral and they all uh, greet you with high praise. That's high praise. Can I, can I recognize, so what the voice said to me, do, does it ring any bell of like maybe something I've read before? Oh, um, when it said the flame that once consumed my body, you instantly think of Thesla, right, who right. was burned uh, alive. Right, right, right. Okay. But, I walk over to Telnius. I just want you to know, I softened it up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Um, that was pretty badass what I did, though, right, guys? I mean, did you see that? It was nice. It was too bad yeah. there's nothing left of the monster. It would have made a nice mask. <laughs> yeah, a nice mount. 
<laughs> oh hell, there's still two antlers. Yes. Oh. Yeah. You can keep the antlers. Yes, yes, I do. Um so you what now have like I a rat. you for one. Nope. <laughs> well the rowdy well the rowdy boys have now a wolf mask and a yes. pair of antlers. No, not the rowdy boys. Tony has taken everything. Uh, I, okay, I'll share it with the because the <gasps> DM wants to. Do you to. hand it to Rory and say Oh yeah. Oh, rowdy life forever? (laughs) (laughs) How does Rory react? Uh, Just as a listener, everybody's looking at me very expectantly. (laughs) And I very reluctantly go like, Rowdy, rowdy life forever. <gasps> yeah, yes! we like all freeze frame jump up in the air. Yeah, well I do. And uh, <laughs> Captain Leon has a happy tear yeah. now fall onto his cheek. Um, and we all get disgusted for some reason that yeah. we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bishop Column then comes over to Galen and says, "You were very brave in there. Thank you, Bishop. It looks like more girl in the Black Abbey will be needing a new abbot." Are you up to the task, young Galen? Yes, yes, I would. That's a, the biggest honor, honor of my life. May Thesla bless you and keep you. And may peace ever be your plight. See, I didn't think they allowed Galen's to be bishops. <laughs> 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 and that's where the freeze frame line is. I also oh, make the um, symbol, but uh, like I'm super like... Who, who am I? Like, like uh, existential with it, you know? <laughs> Thanks for listening to episode five of season one. This is Andrew Palmer, your dungeon master. With me as always are the Rowdy Boys, Brad as Rory, Micah as Telnius, Taylor as Ias, and Colin as Kalun. Today our guest was Preston Hunt. Thanks again for taking the time to come play with us. Also thanks to our sound engineer and composer, Sam Anderson. Visit us at chasmquest.com for media, character bios, and wiki. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at chasmquest. And a huge shout out to Roll With Advantage. This is a small dice company out of Melbourne, Australia. Um, They were kind enough to send us a set of dice. Uh, It's called the Palavin set. Uh, Very beautiful almost galaxy-like, a little bit see-through with sparkles and swirls of green and yellow. So gorgeous. And they were also kind enough to send us prototypes of their new dice about to come out called Crystal Kingdom Dice. Thank you again so much. Please go and visit them at Roll With Advantage on Instagram. You can also visit them rollwithadvantage.com.au and make sure to support them. Next week, we are releasing the Q&A from our Hypericon show live from here in Nashville, so make sure you're subscribed to get that as soon as it releases. Happy nest day, y'all. <laughs>